Hey, everyone. Welcome to my show, My So-Called Fabulous. I'm Tiffany Blackman, and welcome. It's so great to talk to you all today. It's crazy out there. Hey, I've told you all before, and you know my bio. I think you're getting used to it. I am a chef, a mom, a wife, and, of course, I am a friend. So I am bringing a lot of my friends on here and my colleagues. So I want you to, I want to welcome to my show today, Paul Rogers. Welcome, Paul. Thank you so much for having me. I think I'm in like the wrong side of the room right now. No joke. Okay. I want to tell you, first of all, this is my third male guest. Yes. Okay. All right. And uh, this one will be the most media trained. Um, <laughs> let me introduce Paul. So Paul is typically on the other side of the camera and microphone. He is the producer of my show and he is the owner of Nexum Creative. Nexum Creative. You got it. Nothing but podcast. Nothing but podcast. It's just a derivative of is Nexum it? Creative. It's okay. just a... A little oh, si- a level, yeah, satellite, just, just a level of it. Okay, all right. So everyone, I want to, I want to kind of give you a little background on Paul. So Paul and I have been friends for a few years, and we met through a mutual friend, Sam Watts, which is my trainer, which you will hopefully meet someday. We're going to get him on here. We're going to. I'm going to make him. Right, right. He has a great story, but um, Paul, I met Paul, like I said, a few years ago, and he and Sam and a few other guys were in a band. That was the fa- the factory. What, no, what was the name of it? Exotension. Exotension. That's what we were at first. That's your word. Horrible name. Hor- I know. Dad, no one could ever say it right. Right. Or spell it. Exotension. It was always exostension. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's just not it. And then it went, went to the... And then, it, then it's 19 Machine. 19 Machine That's now. what it is okay. at, at, at the moment. Layman yes. can get that, right? Yeah, it's a little easier. I was like, you know what? Let's make this for the people that can't hear or spell. That's right. One nine machine. You know what? That's right. All right. So, um, so I met Paul, and he came to Austin to our home with Sam and the other guys. But they were actually about to record or checking into recording your first album, right? Yes, we were um, going down to meet the producers, going down to talk about our songs, kind of formulate our songs, get uh, some, a different writer's perspective, and really come together. But before the uh, before the recording session, and you were gracious enough to let us lay our heads at your humble abode. It was wonderful, you know, and that's when I met you and Greg. Right. And ever since then, it's just like, I was like, it's great. Family. Family. Yeah, family. Absolutely. So we brought these boys in my home. And if you know me, I opened my my home. I always have a meat and cheese tray for anyone in a so glass fantastic. of wine. And um, I was so excited because I made a tenderloin for the boys. And there was just two boys staying with us, uh, Sam and um, Paul. And I made a tenderloin and I started out, I thought, this is for the whole weekend. It's about a four or five pound tenderloin. And um you all know I love cooking beef. So I made it, and guess what? That didn't last the weekend. It didn't last the night. It didn't. Sam and I got there after, you know, it was about a four-hour drive, uh, four-and-a-half-hour drive, because I, yeah. I don't know why it took us so long. I we know. stopped a lot. Yeah, yeah. Waco. I have a tiny bladder. There's a, Oh, okay. So, there's that, and then there's Waco. There is Waco. <laughs> but no, it's probably my, my baby bladder baby that made bladder. me have to stop. I was like, Sam, what do you I mean? need to go tinkle. And he'd be like, <laughs> again? <laughs> Right. So you show up and I have your dinner made. I mean, it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is the way it should be, you know, and um, we had that tenderloin and it was incredible. So incredible that we ate five pounds of it, according 
precise according and, and, to Siffy. Yeah, and then also with uh, with uh, what two blocks of cheese, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. Uh, was, at least, at least, at least. Yeah, and, you know, it's a meat and cheese tray for me, and that's really you boys. That's all you want. You didn't want a bunch of salad, my arugula mm-hmm. salad with feta and water, watermelon. You were good old carnivores. Well, that's right. That's right. So you stayed the weekend, and you traveled down to Austin a couple of times, and yes. then you know you did a great gift for my friends back two Decembers ago, it was 2018, I believe, had a shower at our home and you guys gave us a personal concert. A private concert, oh. the acoustic concert Sam and I did. It was, it was so, so much fun. Great. So oh. much fun. What was that song that you sang that I can't even oh, remember? The goodness. one that is so popular that the, everyone, um, it was, it was amazing. Tennessee whiskey. That's it. Tennessee whiskey. How does that go? Just oh, I knew you were going to do this. I know, right, right? Don't do that to okay, me right now. Mind. I'm not going to do it. He'll Maybe do it. towards the end. Towards the end, you know, because I my have... voice isn't quite warmed up yet. Well, you me, know, me, me, me. <laughs> well, you know that I'll start singing here. Oh, I know. Oh, and if you do it, then I'll join oh, in, and we'll gosh. have you know we should just do a whole podcast where we're just singing hit songs. How embarrassing! Greg hears that, and he's like, "You went there. You actually went there. Absolutely, yeah, we went yeah. there three times now. <laughs> three times? I think last time Once? was what." I remember, yep, twice. twice. Three times a lady. That's it. Okay, there it is. You did it. Okay, I'm down. Check. Anytime you want to sing, check. you just point at me behind the glass and I'll say, let's go. I love that. I love that. So we um, continued our friendship. And um, when I started my blog, I started last year. Um, so 2019, I started the blog website. I was trying to do the Instagram thing. And I get a text from you, I believe, right? Yeah, I think, uh, I can't remember if it was a text. I think it was right around your birthday. Oh, that's actually. right. Yes, yes, I think yes. it was right mm-hmm. around your birthday, a r- little bit after your birthday, because mm-hmm. I wished you happy birthday. And then I had said that I'd like, I, I loved your new website and your, your blog, and it was doing great. And and then I I was talking with Sam, you know, your, your, uh, your trainer, and I said, have she ever thought about, if she's doing the whole influencer thing, which I've got a couple of questions for you, so we're going to, the, the tables will turn here oh, in just a wow. second with the mm-hmm. whole question asking, <laughs> but... Um, I was like, have she ever thought about a podcast? Because you, you think about influencers, you know, they, they need to be heard. That's the influencing part, sure. you know? So I reached out to you and I said, Hey, I see what you're doing, but have you ever thought about doing a podcast? You know, getting your voice heard, not just pictures. And that's what I said. Mm-hmm. And I said, because it's, it's one thing to have pictures, right. but it doesn't quite give a human element. Right. It doesn't give your human element. And with your, with the way that you are, your personality, your charisma, the way that you, people are drawn to you mm-hmm. uh, just by your character and your heart and the way that you are. Are they really? They absolutely are. You should know that by now. <laughs> um, I said, you need to be able to touch more people at once. Right. You know, meaning that you need to have something where people all over the world could hear you right. if need be, because I believe that that's something that they need to hear. Right. Uh, you know, and I reached out to you and you said, you know, not really, but no. let's figure it out. What's a podcast ball is exactly. what I wanted to know. And you know what? Um, I, I didn't know. And I'm learning as I go and, you know, 55 learning, learning. And I'm starting to, because, you know, you and my team are teaching me. Right. I mean, I mean, it was a two way street, but but I mean, you're teaching me as well. So it was learning the whole process. So I'm going to ask you a question. And then I'm going to ask you some questions. I bet you are. That's why I'm prolonging this. But (laughs) um, 
it took a long time to get this off the floor and off the ground. And I, did it drive you crazy? No, I'm, I'm used to that. And, and it, it, I would rather it take longer mm-hmm. to get off the ground than do it the wrong way. Well, you know, the number of hours this man has sat with me and my team and my daughter to think of names. I mean, first of all, it was how we're going to do it. It was, you know, all of that business and, you know, are you in or you're not in? Are you in? And then I bet we talked about it six months, probably. Do you think it was? Uh, I think so. Is four, that four to six four months. Four to six months. And I, and I'm here to tell you people, I'm assuming it doesn't take that long to start a podcast. But. Um, I've had a couple of different clients that it's taken them three or four months to get off the ground because, you know, it, it when it's something, when it's just a, a casual podcast, you know, mm-hmm. people are just kind of doing it for fun. Right. That's different. Mm-hmm. You know, but whenever you're treating it and which you, and I've I told you this so many times is that don't worry about how long it's taking because you're treating it as if it was a business. You're you don't, you don't, you don't have a business idea and then open up the next day. Mm-hmm doesn't yeah. work. There's, there's, there's no plan of action. There's nothing. So what you did was you had that plan of action and we had to make sure it was going to, it was a well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. not something that, not an old beater that couldn't get down the road. Right. You know, right. so that's mm-hmm. where, you know, I commend you for that because you went through every single step oh. to be able to make it to where it would work. Right. And you're reaping the rewards. I mean, right. you, you, you really are. I mean, it's doing, you know, coming from someone who actually knows the analytics, mm-hmm. you're doing very, very well. And people are, you know, thank you out there to yes, whoever's listening, whoever's listening, because I mean, you have made this podcast very, very successful and it's, it's continuing to go up. Well, and you know, and thank you. That's a whole team. That's not just me. And that's this, these listeners too, and followers, but, um, you know, when we started, of course, it was the beginning, negotiating what we we're going to do. And then the name, I mean, the night, I mean, then. That was fun. That way, I mean, but, but <laughs> there's a lot of wine drinking over that. But let me tell you. The most I've ever drank ever in my life, yeah. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so. Coming up with a name, and then we came up with a name, and then we had an attorney slap us on the wrist because we couldn't do that, and we had to trademark. I mean, have you have you seen all this? I mean, this has been interesting, everyone. It's been fascinating. It's an interesting process. I mean, you have a lot of people don't think about it, mm-hmm. but what I always mm-hmm. tell all of my clients that whenever you have a plan, you have to make sure all of it will work out. You don't have to think about it. I mean, yes, think about it right now. Yeah, but what happens? Mm-hmm. You have to plan for it. You know, right. I'm a huge planner. Oh, yeah. You know, I have to be prepared for all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So let's say that this does explode and blow up out of control. You have to be ready for the repercussions of things that maybe you didn't do right at the very beginning. Right. And that's what I told you, you know, and I wanted to make sure that with it, you could be, you know, comfortable and not paranoid about anything the sure. entire way through, no matter how big or small it was. Uh-huh. So that's, you know, that I think you did everything right. And right. you listened to me, which is cool. I did listen to him. Sometimes I don't listen to him. But that's I, okay. But the majority of time I do because, you know. It's I'll just like tell you a few more times. <laughs> just repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. You know, and I say this all the time in the podcast, Greg is a very successful, he sold his company, a businessman, and he hire people that are smarter than yourself. You know, we talk about that with hiring an accountant, you know, we hire Laura and not that you're not smart, 
I am not smart in that area. Not that's that's not my expertise. That's not my deal. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I always tell people now, I mean, please stay in your lane. I mean, it'll save you a lot of heartache. A lot of heartache. Right? Now, Absolutely. you ready to answer questions? Not yet. <laughs> well, here we go. Here we go. Okay, we're turning the table. <laughs> so, whenever I did message you, what, you know, I, I hadn't seen you try to be an influencer before. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what made you become an influencer? What made you decide? What that mean? it was time to do it because, you know, this isn't a negative thing, but at 55, yeah, you know, because I saw that, which I think you're doing amazing. You know, that. Thank you. but why? Why? So, you know, my career started out with, I mean, I graduated culinary the TCU, graduated right. culinary st- school, and I immediately worked for the print publication doing cooking shows and, 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 uh, traveling across the United States and branding, Let's say I'm doing a cooking show, cooking beef and uh, in a certain spice. Very good beef. Right? Yeah, good beef. Um, A spice was on it. Well, we would promote them. I was branding these people. I was helping them create their brand. And I've done hundreds. Worked for those magazines. Then went to the beef industry and still work with the beef industry, branding the beef industry. And I always had this little dream of why can't I do this for myself? So I started there writing cookbooks and I've written three cookbooks and I thought, okay, that will do it. So what that did for me in my career was get spokesperson positions, Okay, branding other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so your expertise was branding. Yeah. Uh, other people. Other people. Gold Peak Iced Tea, Coca-Cola. Um, I mean, so many different people that different wineries. And I'm like, ah, surely I can brand myself. So when Kennedy asked me about social media, I, I was on Facebook forever. Didn't have time when she was younger. I really wanted to dedicate myself, had a career, but to her as a mom. Sure. So when she went to TCU, I'm like, okay, I'll try Instagram, but I'm serious. I'm When I do it, I'm not just posting pictures of this, that, and the other. And um, people actually started asking me with my books, do you have an Instagram? No. I mean, I just felt like a loser. <laughs> so I didn't have, I wasn't showcasing my food. All right. So sure. it was all about food and, and cooking. So then I said, I'm going to do it. And when I did it, um, we did it last March. We've just hit a year influencing. We have 6,000 so followers. Happy IG birthday. Yeah, I know. IG birthday. And, um, I just thought, you know what? I see a few other women my age doing this. And I always say, I'm not finished. I'm not finished um, doing something. And I want to do, I want to give this a shot. And um, when you messaged me, I was like, I don't know how that works. Well, you know, you say that and I, I can see that. And that's one of the main reasons I messaged you. Because with my business, mm-hmm. I... I, I, I I pride myself in picking people. I mean, I, I actually pick my clients, you know, right. I, I I don't just right. talk to everyone Sure. because if there's not an idea that I could see being successful, why would I put my name behind it? Right. Because I mean, it, it sets somebody up for failure, mm-hmm. you know, and yes, is there a slim chance it could be great? Yes. But I'm going to let you know those odds. Right. And then if you picked, if you choose to do it afterwards, great. Right. But I, I like the fact that you said you weren't done what because, then? well, I don't see you as being done because whenever I see you, I don't see you as a 55-year-old woman. Right. I see you as as a, well, I see you as a woman full of life and there's so, I mean, you're so active. Right. You move around so much, not just physically, but you're just around. You have so many ideas. You have so many qualities that you can share. Why be done? Right. I see too many people say that I'm done before their time. Right. You know, they may just feel like they need to be done, but- 
I, I love that. And I think a lot of people need to hear that out there and say that, you know, I see a lot of people that are done that aren't ready to be done, but they don't know what to do. Exactly. Exactly. And I knew that maybe I knew that I was media trained in television, radio. I, I, I could, you know, in front of people and I knew I had that. So the influencing thing, I mean, you just take a picture and you put it on Instagram, sure. but the media, I'll never forget, never forget this guys. If you're listening, um, we did a test run, uh, Paul, myself and Hillary, my social media manager, we did a set test. We just said, you know, we're just going to do a test run on this podcast. We're just going to goof around in the booth. Now, mind you, Hillary and Paul hadn't heard me. I had never heard anything. And I was the biggest slap in the face I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Cause I was like, I told Hillary and I told you right before mm-hmm. I said, okay, we're going to go into this. We're going to take it to, you know, whatever happens, we're going to take it as a grain of salt and say, this is just building. Right. 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 I know you had said that you've been, you've done this and that and yeah. this and that. And I was like, okay, great. That's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Cannot <laughs> wait to see deal. how bad this is going to be. I mean, honestly, in my mind, yeah. I was like, okay. okay. I was like, That's this fair. is, I, I even told you before we started, I said, this, this will be your worst one. Yeah. Exactly. I said, because it's, it, it should be mm-hmm. because you had never done one before. Right. And. I'll never forget. I was sitting there with Hillary. My jaw actually still hurts from this because it, <laughs> it dropped open so big. Um, you know, I said, right before I hit record, you said, I'm so nervous. I don't know if I can do this. I was like, shut up. You can. You can do this. You can do this. You're amazing. Let's go. And I hit record. And then it, this whole brand new person that I'd never seen just came <laughs> on this microphone. And I was like, Wait. I looked at Hillary and I said, what? Is she kidding us? I was like, is this a joke? I right. feel like I'm on punked. Like, what is happening right now? And I the love en- that. the entire thing, because we weren't even filming. You weren't, you you were dressed, you were dressed super casual. I think mm-hmm. your hair was up. Yeah. You were just, I think it was right after the gym. Right. And we weren't filming, we weren't doing anything. And I was like, well, we have to keep that episode. Right. And you were like, what do you mean? I was like, we have to. Like, we have no. to keep it. It was so perfect. And I, I just, I was like, my work here is done. I'm I, I'm out. <laughs> Thank you. You know, and I know these guys, I know the two of them were super concerned. I could tell. And I was too, because I've done radio, I've done I've recorded commercials, I've done all that. But it's still people, my dad even says, what is a podcast? I just have to say it's a radio show. That's that's yeah. the closest thing I can. But but it was, I'm sure that was refreshing to you and Hillary. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> so I'd, I'd already planned out seven months of training oh, and I was no. like, well, I can just Clumped that up and throw oh, it away. It awesome. I'm kidding, awesome. but no, you did so well, and Thank it was you. it was it was a breath of fresh air to be like, well, okay, well, let's let's, let's, let's roll. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> go. So you know when we started that, and and um, you know these, I'm going to call these kids. I mean the kids. It's it's Paul and Hillary. They're they're a little younger than I am, but um, I I think about this and. What I have learned from them, and I'm hoping I can teach you you two as well. But what I'm learning from you guys is 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 be positive, and you show me they're learning that I need numbers and I need reinforcement. Yes, a lot of reinforcement because I've sat on the podcast however many weeks ago, whatever. I am so insecure in not who I am, not my talent, but being out there. Who wants to hear you? Exactly. That's the question you've asked me so many times. Who in the bleep wants to listen beep. to me? I'll just beep out everything. <laughs> Who in the beep, 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 
be like an Eminem song on the radio, right? Oh just no God. point, just a whole bunch of beeps. You're like, right. I think there were more beeps than there were beats, you know. You're killing my Botox here, Paul. You're making I'm me sorry. laugh so much. Anyway, well, it looks good. There's no lines. Well, thanks, because, you know, with this corona, it's going to be a minute. But, yeah, I mean, it's just. Have you seen the thing? Sorry. Have you seen the thing where it showed the whole family of Kardashians after quarantine? They no. all look like they're 90 because yes, the, the Botox that. is all gone. It's all gone. The I thought it was down. Everything's down. I thought it was so funny. Sorry. <laughs> That'll Nothing, be me. I just thought that was great. Well, I was saying, gosh, my hair is going to be down to my rear end and then gray is going to be peeking, peeking out. Oh, gosh, it's going to be a rough well, if time. It, if it wasn't for this podcast today, I would still have an unshaven beard. But I, right. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just grow it out. Why not? Right. Come out there looking like castaway, you know, and I think that'd be kind of fun. Be like, how was your quarantine? Oh, Here it's it a is. heck of a ride. Here it is. Yeah. Everybody, how are you doing with all that? Oh my goodness. You know, speaking of this quarantine, yes. how are you faring? What are you doing all day? Well, you know what? You and I have been working. Yes. I mean, we have not stopped working. I, I think no, I've seen I, you every day for... You have. You've seen me every day for the past almost week. Yeah. And we're assuming we're going to have to take a different direction here in a minute. So we're working on plan A.5. That's right. We're, we are preparing for the worst mm-hmm. in all of this because mm-hmm. we never know what's going to happen. Never know. You know, so we are preparing for that. We, uh, we are making that vow to not break the consistency of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Because that's just, I mean, not only for us, but for you guys. That's that's that's, that's listening. Right. I mean, every week we make sure that we're consistent and we want to keep that. And before we go into the quarantine thing, yes. you had told me, you said... It's like you want this every week at the same time. And that's, we come to you on Tuesdays. Absolutely. Tippy Tuesdays. Because, because why? I mean. Well, when it comes to consistency, you have to think about any kind of content that people consume. Whenever you think of uh, consumable content that's consistent, you think of TV shows, mm-hmm. you know, Grey's Anatomy, right. Walking Dead, mm-hmm. any of those things, they all come on to the same time every single week. No matter what, right? you know, there are seasons, but they do come on every single week because let's say Grey's Anatomy comes on once every three weeks. Who's going to really keep mm-hmm. on the track of watching it? Right. You know, yeah, you'll have your diehard fans. Sure. But every three weeks, that's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that goes to that. That goes to any kind of branding. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be consistent. If you go from three or four posts a day on Instagram to one every two days, you're going to lose people. Oh, right. You know, so when you think of any kind of marketing or social media pushing or any kind of branding, you have to be consistent. Absolutely. You know, and it is, it's with Instagram and I've learned this through Hillary is um, we post every day at two because that's when the analytics put Apparently, everyone's watching or watching um, for Instagram. So that's every single day we post. And sometimes we did a little earlier, it may be Saturday or Sunday, which I don't understand why people on the weekends aren't liking. Well, now all the algorithms are all messed up (laughs) because everyone's at home at all hours of the night. I'm seeing people post at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., 2 a.m. This this whole thing has just... 
mm-hmm. taking a turn. Taking a turn. So yeah, so we are all about consistency and it's every Tuesday. That's when we decided, I think you said either Tuesday or Friday for us, but Friday, no one's looking. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. You have to think about it from a listener standpoint. You know, you have to think about it from an active person standpoint, mm-hmm. right? And there are the demographic of people that listen to podcasts and all the stats and all those things. And you have to think about, you know, choosing the day, mm-hmm. you know, why don't we have it towards the beginning of the week so right. we can set people's weeks up. It's not a Monday where everyone's trying to get into work and, Hassle. you know, ha- mm-hmm. rush and, and really put towards, you know, that, that weekend break, Right. but, you know, have it on, on that Tuesday, you know, at, right after the Monday to really kind of set that week up and get going. You know what I was thinking about? You asked me earlier, you know, why I did what I did. And, and I, I want to, I want to set a disclaimer here because, you know, and I'm afraid people are going to say, well, you didn't work hard enough. You when, when you can retire, we can retire. And we Greg retired, and but he's not finished with certain things in his life. But um, I did work. I mean, I was working, working, and people think, well, then you want to retire. I wanted to do something different, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It, it does. But, but who, you know, no offense to anybody out there who believes that, but who are they to tell you what you are done and not done to do? That's true. You know, and that's, that's, that's one of my biggest things. It's like, why, why should somebody tell me Mm -hmm. what I'm done doing? Right. You know, maybe I'm done with that. Right. But I'm not done with what I want to do with this and that or something different. And if I want to work until I'm 112 years old doing something I love, I'm going to do it. That's right. So, okay. You asked me what I'm doing. So quarantine wise, we are busier than ever. You and I and Hillary, we are trying to get content out there because you're saying everyone's on the internet, right? More than ever. That's what people are doing. Yeah. So, um, we, I cook a lot. You know, we're trying to get content with cooking. Because and I'll be going over soon <laughs> for, for, for food because our rations are going to end up uh, end soon. And I'm going to need to come over and get some actual. Well, like, our refrigerator, I'm like shoving the door and making sure I think it is so full, Paul. It is so full. And I, I mean, I'm just saying because I've just been stockpiling everything. But um, I cook. I've done a little bit of organizing, but that's not fair to say because we've been working so, so hard. Absolutely. Greg's going berserk. Oh, I know. You know I, what I mean? I was, He's a fitness I was, guy. He is, and so am I. We all are. We all are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to be able to go to an actual gym and yep. lift the weights that I want to lift. Right. You know, I will tell you, my booty's sore today. Yeah. I did some What'd legs yesterday. I did legs yesterday outside. Uh, we've got uh, in in the in the complex that I'm in. We've it's three flights of stairs, and oh. we live on the we, we live on the first floor. But I just took Went my to weights top. and I I skipped every two steps. And I just walked all the way up and down for about three hours. You got the tight twist syndrome <laughs> today, right? <That's> what, yeah. <laughs> Can't sit down. I on the cannot. <laughs> nope. I've nope. actually just uh, you know, I don't know if there's a reverse for a laxative, but I took that so I didn't have to sit down on the toilet. Um, there you go. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's a stopper upper. You got the point. Um, (laughs) Yes, but so yeah, no, it's it's this is such a weird time. Like you and I were talking, it feels like a movie. Yeah, and I feel like I'm in a movie. I think we're gonna. I feel like we're going, and this is so naive. You know, with the coronavirus right now, I feel like we're going to wake up, and it's everybody's going. Just kidding. Right. Right. Yeah. No. You know, that's one of those things that, you know, this is this is 
I believe that looking at the positive in all of this, mm-hmm. you know, I will tell you that all of our puppies mm-hmm. are loving this. Yes. Oh, they're like, oh, they're home they're every home day. All the time. This oh, is so that, great. I didn't even think about you that. You know, so they're, they're like, I don't know what's going on, but my owners are here all, all day. Time. And it's I great. I forgot about that. Yeah. It occurred to me. Now, we did a blog post today um, that came out about what I'm doing and what I'm suggesting. So, books. You know, and and I have we're going to calm down here in a minute, and and but books, and um, I'm cleaning up my computer. You would die. I have about thirty three thousand emails. Ooh. I, I mean, they're junk. You're one of the people that has one that, of that has the the red number above your emails that says twenty seven thousand. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I'll spend all day unreading those. But Paul, I start purging them, and my computer shuts down. Because there's so many. They're just so important. It's so Jeez. crazy. I know, I know. So I mean, popular. It, 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 well, no, it's uh, <laughs> Anthropology and Lululemon and sure. Neiman Marcus and Target, all these ads. <laughs> and I unsubscribe, and for some reason, I get right back in. So there's that. And uh, But again, Greg is going crazy. He, um, he is retired, and he loves being retired. I asked him yesterday, do you wish you were back at work now? Because they're so busy. Oh, like, sure. going so crazy busy. He said, no. Not at all. I'm so happy. But he would like to go. He eats out. He loves to eat out lunch and dinner at a white tablecloth. And he can't do that. I remember right you now. telling me that he was freaking out the other He's day. Because I had the pleasure of having him in the studio the other day. And mm-hmm. he was like, I don't know what to do. No, he I didn't. need food. I need food. I was like, We haven't started yet. He's like, But I need food. I was like, I had turkey meat here. Yeah. Turkey yeah. meat and cheese, if yeah. you'd like. And we'll get some paper and make a white tablecloth for <laughs> you, Greg. Um, he showed me last night or a couple of nights ago this joke. You know, there's so many. This guy's saying, Okay, if you are stuck in a house with you know, blah, 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 would you A, rather be stuck with your wife, your children, your pets, or B? And the guy goes, B. <laughs> well, I saw this. That's correct. It's so funny. And I saw this thing of the day. It says, well, you know, day five of quarantine and my wife and kids are actually kind of cool, you know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or better yet, we're going to keep the jokes coming. Um, instead of the freshman 15, it's the Corona 50. Oh, oh, oh. no. Yeah. You know, I, that's actually a fear. I had a nightmare last night about that because when I'm at home, I'm right next to food. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, man. It's there. And then what I, of course, my mind, I, I'm a huge justification person. I justify everything because I can. <laughs> you know, I'm a great manipulator of myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, you know what? If the world's going to end, <laughs> I might as well be fat and happy, right? And then I, I, have, to, I have to slap myself. Exactly. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because this isn't the end of the world. <laughs> no, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> but I have to, you know, I have yeah. to. You know, He's justifying. And then I take a couple of bites of Halo Top and I go sit in a corner. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you could grieve. Oh, my goodness. So what are you doing? I mean, I'm trying to work out as much as I can. I've got a lot of of, of, of work to do, you know, with mm-hmm. with the podcast. And I've got a lot of my other clients, you know, believe it or not. And, you know, thank goodness for this. I've got several doctor clients mm-hmm. that now they're pushing out more content than ever to uh, help people be more informed and to try to get rid of this misinformation and these rumors and all these. Paranoia. And it's, that's the saddest part about this is that all the, you know, buying up of this, buying up of that, it's this, this, uh, irrational paranoia Mm -hmm. that some of my clients are trying to help subside. That's so great. That's so great. These are one's a gastroenterologist and another one uh, owns several facilities, uh, healthcare facilities. And 
we're doing a lot of things. And I, I was just l- listening to the podcast, uh, the, the gut check project yesterday, who I, who I work with, and they were talking about some of the things that we can do to keep our gut healthy. So oh, I'm yeah. helping with my family. And, you know, these are the times that you need to really, you know, kind of on a side note during this quarantine time, you're going to have to have these conversations with your family. Mm-hmm. And I had to have one with my son the other day, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because preparedness, I believe, is the best way to live life. Absolutely. Because if you're not prepared, I'd rather have a ton of stuff and never need it than need a ton of stuff and, and, and not have it right. and not be prepared for that. So I, I came home the other night whenever they were really talking about locking things down and all this stuff. And I talked to my son, he's 13. And I said, you know, buddy, I need to have an adult conversation with you. And of course, the first thing he says is, am I in trouble? trouble. And I'm like, no, silly. <laughs> Finally, you're not in trouble. <laughs> Usually, you, I mean, I can, I'm sure I can find something yeah. to be upset with you about. Why? You know? What you do? Right. What do you mean? <laughs> Are you guilty? What did you do, son? You know, but no. And, and I, I <clears throat> excuse me, I, I sat down with them and I just said, thing, the world is never going to be the same after this. I mean, it won't, you know, I mean, you know, you think about 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about 2008, you know, you think about, you know, when the economy just blew up, you know, you think about these things. And ever since those dates, things have not been the same That's true. at all, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to think about that and you have to don't be ignorant and not share these things with your family. It doesn't matter how old the kid is. They need to understand what's going on because the, the stressors, right? you know, if mommy and daddy are stressing and you've got your five and six year old not understanding what's wrong. They're suffering indirectly from that. Right. So like I said, I talked to my son and I said, you're 13, buddy. I'm going to need you to step up with me, you know, because if worse comes to worst, which I don't think will happen, but preparedness, mm-hmm. um, I said, we're going to need to be able to protect our home. We're going to need to be able to rise up and be a team. And he said, no, I know. And he's a super smart kid. I mean, you've met him. He's mm-hmm. just, he's an awesome I couldn't deny him if I wanted to. No, looks no. Looks just like me. No. You know, I, I, I can't be like, nah, it's not mine. It's like, come on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> guess you, what? Guess what? Yeah, you're wrong. Um, but I had to tell him, I said, this is this is the time where we have to band together, you know, and I'm not a person for firearms, but I went out and went to purchase one. Right. Just in case, mm-hmm. because I'm not, I'm not so scared of the virus itself. Right. And we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's not serious because it is absolutely, absolutely. serious. We are not saying that. Mm-hmm. Not at all because is this is serious. so serious. Mm-hmm. But if we follow the precautions that the government and things are setting in place, or they're at least trying to, then I think we can get past the virus. Sure. But it's the people that panic is that I'm worried about. And the economy. <clears throat> the economy. Because I'll tell you right now that if I... If my family and I are starving, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get them food. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, of course, is worst case scenario. Oh, of course. It really is. But if I'm not prepared for that, mm-hmm. especially whenever this is something crazy going on, mm-hmm. whoever thought that we would go through this in our lifetime? Are you Or kidding? ever. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, the last thing like this, what was 1918? Oh, gosh. Right. I mean, that was over 100 years ago. And it's like, and that was the closest thing to this. Yes. So rations. Yes. You know, World War II, whenever yeah. they were dropping rations off. Oh and gosh. I mean, and I, I don't think we'll get to that, but preparedness. Sure. And so I talked to him and I just said, you know, I went out to get a firearm and I want him to learn how to shoot it because 
Push comes to shove. I want to be able to protect my family. Sure. And that's how crazy is this? I know it. I this don't This is the like scariest it. thing in the world. Uh, just yeah. for that. I know. I know. I, you know, I'm the one that goes, it's going to be fine. It's all Greg. It's going to be just great. Greg, it was, Greg has your attitude. You know what? We're going to be prepared and ready to go. But I feel so confident that Americans are going to buckle down. I think so too. I really do feel like uh, people are actually starting to listen to our local, our state and, and national government and band together. And look, this this wasn't a crazy joke. This is this is reality. I heard yeah. someone say something stupid like that. This is all just a joke. No, it's not funny. Well, you know, to, to tell you the truth, and um, when I was working on that podcast yesterday that I that that I work with my, my clients, they were saying, you know, we were at, at the beginning. I thought this was just some you know some media blow up, mm-hmm. and honestly, I did right. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I had heard all this. I was like, oh, come on. Come on. The media is trying to get us all scared. And then and, and what they said is like the, the what turned them to get really serious is one of the doctors I work with. He said, when I started hearing in China that nurses and doctors were dying, Ooh. he goes, I knew that this was a real thing. Mm-hmm. And we can't. I've got friends that I'm getting mad at right now because oh, they're out. They're out doing things, what? and I'm just like, like I'm always like, what are they doing? What could they possibly do? And you're like, going to parties, parties. They're throwing big. I'm just come like, oh now. my gosh, come on! Mm-mm. Don't be the reason People. for this. Mm-mm. There's a reason why they're social distancing. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, the social isolation is not great. No. Because that can be. Very detrimental to mm-hmm. a mind, uh-huh. but social distancing, you know, sure. FaceTime people, get on the phone with people, do things like that, mm-hmm. you know, spend time with your family, right. you know, you can still go outside, just stay away from people. Exactly. That's right. That distance. Yeah, keep that distance because this, if we can delay the spread of this virus, oh, yeah. then we will come out on top. Let's do it. Yeah. That's what that's what we I want to do. do. We, we can, can do this. And I want to hear what everybody's doing. Yeah. How you're how you're coping if you'll let us know for sure. Yeah. Message us on a message on, on, on Instagram. Yes. Please Tiffany do. C. Blackman, please yeah. message. Let us, us know your, your 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 quarantine stories. Yeah. I think that would be great and we can talk about them on the air. Uh-huh. Because we'd love to connect. You know, I tell Tiffany this a lot. It's like, let's get these people engaged. Mm-hmm. You know, don't think that you can't reach out to us. Message and talk about what you're doing. Doing on, 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 you know, and during this quarantine with sure. your family, with friends, how you're handling social distancing. Okay. I think that'd be great to hear stories. Absolutely. I'd love to hear that. So I want to ask you a question. So, you know, I'm very, very impressed with you. Um, well, thanks. Obviously. And um, you, my friend, you went you went to tech, right? No, I went to West Texas A&M. West Texas A&M. Yeah, it's a couple hours away from tech. Okay, gotcha. So you're West, I knew it was out there. It's out there. more cows than people. Okay, there you go. Not my kind of place, <laughs> but you know, to each his own. You know what? We've talked about that. We have. So um, you, um, as a young man... Had a child. I did. And right after, right after college, at twenty-two years old. Twenty-two years old. Okay, so a year older than Kennedy. Oh my yes. daughter. Oh my gosh. Ugh. So, you have beautiful Brandon, and he is thirteen years old. I keep saying fourteen. I know you're, you're like, trying okay, to age okay. me. I know. I'm trying Stop to get him up it. here with me. Come to come to my <laughs> side. Um, so tell us your story because this is. I want moms and dads and single moms and dads to hear this story. Well, you know, Brandon. He, most incredible gift ever. It, aren't children the best gift? <laughs> it was incredible. You know, it wasn't 
I don't believe that it was supposed to. Ha- okay, plan. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. You weren't planned. I you was didn't not. Plan for that. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> but you weren't following your own advice. I, I know. You well, I can, early. Hey, listen. Right. I can give the most incredible advice, but do I follow it? Never. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I know, right? Okay. <laughs> you know, I can lead a whole bunch of people in yep. the right direction, yep. but when it's me, be like, all right, guys, I'll see you at the bottom because that's where I am. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, you know, I, I wasn't prepared for it, but my background was- You weren't married. I was not. Okay. I was not married, but my background is my father left my mom when she was four months pregnant. And ever since I knew- With you? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Left when she four months pregnant. I didn't meet my dad in person for the first time until I was 16. You're joking. Mm-mm. And I talked to him once when I was 10 uh, on the phone, and then once when I was 12, and then I met him when I was 16. Not in your life then? No. No, okay. Not at all. My, my, my stepdad was until he passed away, but that was the man that raised me. I called him dad, and he was incredible. His name was Bill. Your mom... Ma- married. Okay, she was pregnant with you. Yep, was was pregnant with me, and then had me, uh-huh. and then um, then met Bill, and then met Bill. Okay, met Bill, and I knew Bill. I met him. I guess I met him when I was about three, three and a half. Okay, and then they got married when I was around four and a half, five, mm-hmm. and then they got divorced when I was seven. Okay, but he decided to stay in my life. Okay. From yes, that, you, you, he was your father. He was my he father. Is your father. He, yeah, yeah, he is. He was. I mean, it was the most incredible man wow. I've ever met in my entire life. And you know, before you did the episode on your mom, mm-hmm. you and I had a very, you know, heart to heart conversation. Right. My you know, mom and, passing him. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, with my dad passing right around the same time, yeah, which was kind of kind of interesting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I. I it was, it was just, it's wonderful. But on that, because of that, Brandon was born in a certain time. Right. Bill was able to meet him. Oh, God. Everything happens for a reason. Sure. Because Bill passed away whenever he was a year and a half. Okay. And so he was able to spend a year and a half with Brandon. So, so nothing ever happens. Everything happens for a reason. Sure. You may not be ready for it. So anyways, back to the whole question at hand. Uh, so Brandon was born and I ended up getting full custody of him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At uh, at six months, when he was six months full old, custody. full custody, full custody, six months years old. Yep, twenty two years old, and um, full custody. Everyone getting that? Mom <laughs> not involved. Mom, mom not involved. She just wasn't uh, wasn't ready. She was at, you know. And honestly, I would rather somebody to say they're not ready oh. than hurt the yeah. child. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, whether it be physically, emotionally, whatever. Yeah. I, I would rather someone say, "I'm not ready." Because you know what, Paul, you and I said before the show started, we were talking about another subject, but um, you and I said we will, uh, we won't do things half bleep. Yep. Yeah, we're not, we're not a half, half butted. Yeah, we don't do that, and so you, that would have not been pleasant. No, and I, you know, I, I made a vow to myself when I found out what my dad did. You know, my biological father. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, I made a vow to myself that no matter what. And no matter what happened, it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does. And I would never do what he did. Right. Because, right. I mean, I know what I've gone through mm-hmm. in my life and wondering why I'm not good enough and wondering, you know, whenever I was blaming, I wouldn't say blaming myself, but feeling lost right. because he wasn't around. It's like, why, why, why wouldn't he be around? Right. Why was I not good enough to be around? You know, what did I do wrong? So you had Brandon. He was an infant. Yeah. That was, that What'd was. What'd you do? I, I threw a lot of bottles around. Right. There was a couple of, there was one time. I, you weren't I, breastfeeding. I, well, you know, 
my lactation dried up uh, because I worked out so much. That's it. You know, had a lot of testosterone and the the breastfeeding, you know, unfortunately. It's tough. It is. Um, it was tough. So whenever the, uh, the breastfeeding stopped from yeah, myself, uh, exactly. he, he wasn't getting nourished enough, believe right. it or not. He wasn't getting the right nutrients. Um, oh, and people goodness. frowned upon it. Yeah. So I, I had to stop, but right. no, um, it was, it was rough. You know, honestly, we went through three DVDs of the water boy yeah. for oh. some reason. Jeez. My son loved Adam Sandler. And okay. wanted to watch the Water Boy. We went through three DVDs because we overwatched them. Okay. So because I worked, oh. I worked two jobs, and um, I uh, my my dad helped Bill helped watch him, and my mom helped watch him during the day. Or we I, I had to pay for a nanny, which was yeah. stupid amounts of money, and sure. I could barely do. It's like breaking even. Oh, if that, right. you know, I was always in the deficit, trying sure. to catch back up, but well, well worth it. Um, but that was the only way I could get him to go to sleep or mm-hmm. stop. Exactly. You know, in the middle of the night, it'd be 2 a.m. He'd be screaming and crying. I'd put on Adam Sandler and I could sleep for a couple of hours. Oh, is thank that- you, Adam Sandler. If you decide to listen to this, Adam, <laughs> Please, Adam. thank you so much. You saved <laughs> my life yes, as a did. parent. Yes. Exactly. It was fantastic. So, yeah, I, um, I, I raised him a lot, a lot of help from my mom and, um, and from, from Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill loved so Brandon great. so much. Actually, my mom posted a picture on Facebook of Bill and Brandon oh, yesterday, and it so just great. warmed my heart yeah. so much because yeah. it's just like, wow, you right. know. And, um, you know, he was an easy kid. I, I, I know I'm not trying to be biased, but he was he was great. Yeah, he had his terrible twos and, sure. you know, blanking fours and yeah. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Truth, right. But. I, I could never ask for a better kid. And um, luckily, I guess, what, six years ago. So, yeah, six years ago when Brandon was, what, seven, that I met Kate, mm-hmm. my, my girlfriend now. Correct, because you're not married. You're, you're, I'm not. You're, you're, you're considered, considered a single, yes. single dad. A single dad. Okay, so you met Kate, and I was wondering how this happened. How did you meet Kate? Well, that's a funny story. Um Met at a bar slash gym, kind of. Okay. Yeah, you know, I was a little bit irresistible and she, uh, you know, had to come at me. And actually, no, that's very true. She hit on me several times Paul over and over again. Paul quite hittable, though. He is quite hittable. I'm quite hittable, everyone. Just letting you, if you're watching, <laughs> if, you, if you're watching the video, I am quite hittable. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But no. In his mind, he's quite hittable. That's right. Okay. L- let me believe this, please. Jeez. Come on. I'm in quarantine mode. I'm this sensitive. Is this is true. Um, but no, uh, we, we met and, you know, and I told her from the get go, I was like, I'm not looking for a mom for my kid. Because I don't Wait, Brandon was held six. Seven. Six or seven. Okay. Six, yeah, seven. Okay. And um, I said, I, I want you to know I'm not looking for a mom for my kid. I don't need one. Okay. You know, I, I don't need to find, I'm not trying to fill those shoes. Sure. I'm more than enough right. as a dad. Of course. To not do that. So I set that precedence first because I believe that that's a big no-no for people mm-hmm. is being like, I'm looking for a mother for my kid well, or course. a father for my kid. And it's like, that's, that's not the way to do that's it. That's the stigma. It, it is. It, that is the thought process that you're looking for. And that's natural. And I get it. I of get that, you know, natural. you're looking for someone to partner with because you need help or you of need course. that. And I told her from the get go and I said, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking for a mom for my kid. Okay. I'm looking for a partner for me, mm-hmm. you know, because my son will reap those benefits. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just as me being happy, 
And that's all I wanted, you know? And it, we just grew from there. And she, there were some times at the very beginning where she had some issues, not issues, but she was scared. She was young. Well, she was course, younger than me. Because she's younger than you. She's correct? younger than okay. me. All right. So Kate, but she. She's about, she's about five and a half years younger than me. Oh, that's nothing. Okay. Yeah. But, but still. But if, whenever it's, at your you know, age, six your, years ago. Your stage in life it is. Exactly. Greg and I have 12 years apart, but our stage in life is almost was, the same was, age. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, just I, a, I get it. It yeah. was a little bit different. And th- there were some times where, you know, she had a couple of freakouts and and I was like I just please know that I'm not looking for a mother for my mm-hmm. kid. Now, you know, fast forward and I couldn't ask for a better mother figure in in in, oh. in his life. Oh. I mean, she she is the most incredible thing that ever happened to us as a Mm -hmm. family, to Brandon and myself. It it was just wonderful. And I I always go back and think that uh, like what what, what Bill did for me. Mm -hmm. And this is I I mean, they're the same person. And it's just so cool that I was able to find someone like that, that I didn't say be the mother of my child, please. You know, she decided to take him under. Uh, you know, take him under her wing as, I mean, and she, I, I, I couldn't ask for anything else. Well, no, no. And, and you know what? I like your, your, um, I like the word that you used a better sheet for us. Yeah. Us. You didn't say me, you didn't say him, you said us. And I love that because that's healthy. Yes. That's very healthy. And relationships are hard. I've had several. Um, I've had failed marriages. We talked about that. Sure. And I'll continue to talk about that. But um, you know what? It's hard on a woman. Now, I'm speaking just in general, not for Kate, but it's hard as a woman. I have dated men before that have had small children, and I took on that role. He didn't ask me to do that. Sure. He, I took that on myself, and um, because we're nurturers, we yeah. we are caretakers. We're we're we are moms, and um, you're female, you're a mom. You know, you've got that mom syndrome in you. So I can certainly see how that would create, in your words, a, a breakdown or a meltdown because it's tough. You know what oh, I mean? And, I mean, that's I tough. understood all of it, and yeah. I never was upset about it, and I, I I knew that it was probably coming because the way that she, you know loved me, I was like, well, she's going to feel like she's obligated mm-hmm. to love mm-hmm. my son exactly like, just like her own. And I never asked for that. And I, I, I tried so hard to tell her that, you know, I, please don't think that you have to, Yeah, you know, Brandon and I will be okay if you're just my girlfriend or, right. you know, my wife in the future or mm-hmm. whatever it may right. be. We're okay with that. Right. You know, and, and not only did, did Kate do such an amazing job at B, but B fell in love with her. Oh. You I know. can only, well, of course, that's his mother figure. Absolutely. You know, and you know what, Paul, it's very important. And um, you were like a son to me, you know, Absolutely. and we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But Kate loves you unconditionally and she, she loves does. Brandon unconditionally. And you 100%. love, you know what I mean? This makes, and I always try to keep you in check. And, yeah, you, you know, I, I always try to keep you in check. But that's what unconditional love is, you know, and, 100%. you know, in, Maybe she wanted to come in and be the mother of your child. You never know. I yeah. mean, you don't know. But anyway, well, that I am so proud of you. He Thank is you. a fabulous young man, and you guys I are the best role. I mean, and you guys are the best role model. I'm so proud of you. So, with that said, I mean, single moms and dads can do it. I was a single mom, but I had a. I, I, I say that like it. 
I had a Kennedy's dad is a fabulous man. I mean, you've, you've talked great, about that before. A great man. Just because you didn't work out with doesn't no, mean that he's not a no, great father, right? No, 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 no. And his wife, oh my goodness, I couldn't ask for a better role model for her. Sure. You know, and so we have a very healthy modern day family divorce. That's great. It is, and it's worked out for her. So sh- people out there, my listeners, I mean, you can do it. It can happen. You have raised. It's going to be hard. I mean, it is hard. There were several times oh. where I didn't know what to do. Exactly. I mean, honestly, if you you know, you guys can hate me out there for it, but whenever here's a here, here's a tip: if you're a single parent or if you can't get your baby to sleep, uh, if you're a taller person, it works better. Uh, hold them uh, in your arms. You know, rock them back and forth mm-hmm. under the ceiling fan because the ceiling fan will dry out their eyes and they'll shut them. <laughs> so. Um, that's not child abuse because the fan Protective is, hold on, the fan was installed by the home builder, right? And it right. is his room. Yes. And I was just standing in the only place that I could. And I just happened to have him looking up. Yeah. That's it. Well, you know, also putting me in the car seat and driving around, but you get tired after a while. And that's, that's a, well, that's see, a risk. It, it is, you know, it, it, I'm not a good night, like late night driver mm-hmm. because I Doze. Yeah. So oh, I was like, good. yeah, let's yeah, not. Let's just dry his eyes out. That's yeah, let's just, let's just, you know, yeah. dry his little eyes out. Meg, uh, my friend that was on yes. last week, um, Meg, my best friend, she would put the the vacuum cleaner on underneath the bed and just leave the vacuum cleaner. The white noise? Yeah. Just and the I noise. mean, that's loud now. It noise. Out. I mean, no, can you no. imagine no. 20 years ago? I mean, no. That's nasty. So. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. and I used to sing to him. I used to sing to him every now, night. That would My dad, actually, Bill and I used to sing to him. Did Bill sing? Well, not well. well. Kind of like me. Yeah, <laughs> he he was he was a country boy, oh, and he okay. was he, he was he was older, and uh, but he just had that. I've taught me some of the songs that Bill and I used to sing as a, as as a kid, and they were so good. Oh. They were so much fun. There was one called "Down by the Old Mill Stream." And we used to sing it, and I taught Bill, I taught Bill, I taught B this, Brandon, this recently, and we sang it all day long. Because Bill and I used to get in the car and be like, Old Mill Stream, Old Mill Stream. He's like, oh, my gosh, why did I teach you this? Oh it was so gosh. great. So those things are, it, it, I, I love that connection. So I, was, I would sing to him. I'd sing an old Disney song. Um, what is that, Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes? I don't know songs. Well, know. that's a good one. Go to sleep, my little baby. Is that the one? Sleep and do not cry. I see. What this one was. A dream is a wish your heart makes oh, when yeah. you're fast asleep. And then yeah, he would, okay. he'd just pass out. Gosh. Well, it's probably because of the fan. That's it probably what, wasn't my singing. It was your singing. Yeah, it was the fan. <laughs> it was the dry eyes. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you met her in a bar. I did. Like, I, I met her in a the bar. I didn't meet I, Greg I, in the bar. No. Well, you know, funny thing is, sorry. Then I'm going to say this, but she was she was dating a friend of mine, kind of. Nice. I say a friend. Nice. That's nice. nice. <laughs> that's right. Woo. That's I right. <laughs> Got to go classy. Yeah. So um, keep she it classy, was, uh, keep people. it classy. <laughs> so uh, she was dating. I, I say a friend, but I, I, I'm more of acquaintance. Not a friend anymore. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No. And after that night, it didn't it didn't end very well. <laughs> um. So and I met her a couple of times with with him because I would he wasn't like a friend I hung out with. It's just at the bar. I'd be like, hey, what's up, buddy? And we'd hang out there. That's sure. it. You know, one of those drinking acquaintances, honestly. Uh-huh. And then I met her, and actually I met her about seven times before she remembered my name. And then and I was like, kidding me. Yeah. Everybody remembers my name. She poo-pooed you. She did. Mm-hmm. Like eight times. Of course she did. And then she saw me while she was <laughs> classy. Here we go. <laughs> while I was at the gym one day on the calf raise machine and she's dating my my 
friend. This friend, in yeah. quotations, if you aren't watching the YouTube. Air quotes, yeah. In my air quotes, friend. Uh, she walks up and she goes, you're on my machine. And I said, well, you got to wait a little bit. Oh, God. Because I'm on it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And so then she sat there and she's like, hi, I'm Kate. And I was like, I know. I've met you several times. Oh, the games began. Uh-huh. And she goes, oh. Uh, and she no, she was serious. No, yeah. she she's she's wonderfully brilliant, but those games don't come natural. Um, so uh, so great, yeah. So and then after that, I told her um, we were talking because, anyways, at the end of the night, her date left, my date left because I had a I, I, we met at the bar. This was a ne- the next night, I think, or a couple of days later, we went to the bar. She came with him. I came with a girl, and. They ended up leaving us and we ended up being at the bar and I was like, hey. Hey, what's up? Well, (laughs) we ended up talking and they ended up getting mad and they left because we weren't paying attention to them, obviously. And so we talked for hours and that was it. And then a couple of days later, um, we were talking on on Facebook and uh, Facebook Messenger. I didn't have her number yet. Right. And I I told her, I was like, hey, I've got a kid. She goes, I know. And I was like. And then she was, she then she professed the fact that she, uh, or admitted the fact that she was a stalker. Well, we are women. That's true. And I didn't realize that. I, mean, I, I realized she was a woman, but I didn't realize that she was a stalking woman and that's fine. You know, we all but, have it. Trust me. And and that's okay. So she knew everything about me, uh, more, more things than, than I knew about myself, which was interesting. But, uh, and then we just kind of blossom from Here there. We Here we are. And she just recently... My alma mater just graduated from TCU with her master's. With her master's. I'm so proud of counseling. her. Counseling. Right. In counseling. So she's not working right now, though, right? Everybody's nope. kind of well, off. Well, they're working. Well, yeah, they're she, working. Well, she, she had a uh, Zoom call this morning with her kindergarten team because she's been teaching kindergarten for the past six years. Sure. And um, one of the most incredible teachers you'll ever meet. Well, that's meet. perfect she's, for you. You're like a toddler. Half the I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, probably, well, I'm more like a first grader. Yeah. Because oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't okay, usually. I don't on. usually pee on myself anymore. <laughs> I can <laughs> kind of control that part. So right? Fine, right. So I'm about first grade. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm potty trained. Right. Um, but no, the most one of the most incredible teachers I've ever met in my life, and just what what I've seen her do, and that's why I, I kind of pushed her into the whole counseling thing, just because she thought about it, and I was like, please do it. That's great. the way that you can get mm-hmm. to kids and, and connect with them. Takes a special person. Oh, my goodness. I mean, she was literally just born to be able to help kids and and help help children. And and I'm so proud of her. And she's got a job offer kind of on the table right now. But as soon as she got the job, coronavirus came out. Isn't that nice? Yeah, right. It'll be there. It will. It will. And if not that one, she'll have a just them knocking down the door to to talk to her. You know, I do agree with, um, and it sucks. Oh my gosh. You know, when something doesn't work out, it just like, it just hits me in the gut. And, um, you know, I'm so competitive, but, um, but something better is around the corner every single time. And I tell people, this is rough. Times are rough. I'm not talking about Corona. I'm just talking about life Period. in general. Yeah. I mean, this is rough. But you hang on because, but guess what? It may age you, but everything is going to be okay. It will. I can promise you. Now it's gonna. It's not gonna be fun, but everything is going to be okay. I I that I believe in that. So now I do too. And it may be I lost my mom. Yeah. Uh, you lost your dad. At I mean, that moment, you don't think moment, everything's gonna. You, nothing's no. gonna be and okay. If anybody told you, you'd be. Boom, knock mm-hmm. them out. So, yeah. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, 
Paul, like I said, we we've uh, dear friends and we're we're friends, and he, we also work together. So you know, it's we have a partnership. And just like you said, I mean, I've you know, my my only family here is of course Kate, my son, and uh, my 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 mom. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've looked up to you as a mom for a long time. I mean, there have been times where you've told me some things. I was like, man, yeah, thanks, mom. Yeah, and you know what? Um, personally and professionally. And so it's been about a month or so ago, Paul and I had a big disagreement. I mean, we had a a very heated, serious disagreement. Um, I think the hardest thing about us is that we're both hard-headed and we both stick to our guns. Yeah, and it was, you know, we had to just literally... Um, we had to just get it out mm-hmm. and we got it out and went and I went back to a, a back to an old Tiffy Izium and just started just bleh, saying things and things that you don't mean, but you do mean, but you wish you wouldn't have said it that correct that way. That way. And, and you know, after it all shook out and it was sad, I mean, we had to like calm down because, but I mean, we're like family and we're in business together, but it was tough, but you know what? You learn about people and you love each other. And and, I mean, I can say, I love this guy. I mean, I mean, but I mean, it's, but I, you know, and I think probably what's so different about this business too, is I am working with people that are like my family and it's, it's not a corporate big head or anything. And that can be hard too. It's 1000%. And so learning this business and this industry and sharing it with someone that you do care deeply about, and you're going to disagree. Absolutely. And and I promise you that you would have rather had that disagreement than me just say everything was okay. Mm-hmm. And oh. then to just sugarcoat everything. Right. And that's one thing about me is I don't sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. Everybody right. out there, if you ask me if the dress or the shirt looks bad on you. He's going to say it. If it doesn't look good on you, I'm going to tell you. I sugarcoat everything. So yeah. I do. I mean, well, that's the, you know, that's the difference. And yeah. so, you know, just working through, you know, we, we've talked about relationships and, you know, you and Kate and you and your son and you and your mom and, and then you and I, and then your other colleague, your other, um, you know, professional relationships. But this one is super unique. And after, Absolutely. after that, I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, we both, we both called oh, and said we were sorry. Gosh. And we just, I mean, you know, and I think that the reason it happened is because that we're both very passionate people, mm-hmm. extremely passionate people, and we both actually care about each other mm-hmm. and care about the care about the success. Mm-hmm. And it's you know when it's kind of like in a relation. I mean, it is a relationship. I mean, it's a marriage. It literally is. Mm-hmm. It's just a business marriage. It is any kind of thing, you know. But it's kind of like when you, whenever your uh, significant other tells you that you know oh yeah that shirt doesn't look as good and then when a random stranger does you're like you take it to heart more when your mm-hmm. significant other like oh but i really yeah. want you to think yeah. i'm sexy yeah. or i really exactly. want you to like it you know it's it's the same kind of thing mm-hmm. so whenever it comes from someone so close it can be hard but also it can be one of the best pieces of advice mm-hmm. because then it can really, because you know that person saying it, not just to sure. say it right? because they actually care. Right. And we've done that. And I can't stress this enough right now with everything that's going on, call the people you haven't talked to. Oh gosh. Right. Call the people that you've had disagreements with, because mm-hmm. honestly, what is that big of a deal? Right. Now, I understand there's some circumstances where sure. things are just where disagreements are horrible, but I'll tell you right now, when the world is going through this heartache, yes, the la- last thing you want on your heart mm-hmm. is more heartache. Oh gosh, or is just underlying issues or things that are unresolved. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom always taught me this, and I always tell Brandon this. I say, 
You know, she always told me to keep my side of the street clean. Love no matter what. Because I'll tell you one thing that I cannot control. Mm-hmm. Anybody else. That's true. The only person that I can control is myself. That's true. And I can order my son around. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right, true. Right. I can yeah. control him for the most part for now. <laughs> for now. But today. But, yeah, today. You know, until he gets bigger than me. And then sure. still, I'm going to, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to do my best. Right. But, um, but no, keep your side of the street clean because the, it weighs heavy on your heart to have negativity and to have unresolved issues. Sure. You know, and right now is one of the perfect times. I know it, I, I hate that it takes tragedy or it takes crisis. A, a, a crisis or a pandemic mm-hmm. to get you to that, right? right? But do it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, don't be, don't, it's, don't ever be too proud no, to do that. Not you know? at all. Hey, Paul, I wanted to ask you, um, I want you to explain something to our listeners sure. just real quick and then we're going to wrap it up. But, we, the platforms that, that I have on my business as an influencer is, of course, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we have the website, blog, and podcast. Now, explain to, I've asked him this probably a million times. <laughs> we also have a YouTube channel. Yes. And tell us why, because this is, this is, audio, you know, this is, we listen to podcasts. Yeah. Okay. T- we do have a YouTube channel if you didn't know people. Absolutely. My so-called fabulous. That's right. That's it right. Is. Check out on YouTube. Be- I-, I believe that in this day and age that people want to, you know, it, it may, YouTube is a very hard, hard grower. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, it's very hard to grow a YouTube channel whenever it's not something that's you know, a viral sensation, so to speak. But when having video it's just another way for someone to connect with you. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one person to see it and to share it. And then all of a sudden it's at a million views. Right. You know, and one of the things that I tell you all the time, stop, try not to worry about your followers. Right. Because that, that's where you, it, it starts to get bad right. in your own mind right. psychologically. Oh gosh. You know, Every so. Every day I it does. wake up. But the point of a YouTube channel is because it increases the platforms of visibility. If you're only on one platform, mm-hmm. it's not very it's not very easy to be found. Right. And if it's if if you are found, it's you're being found on purpose. Right. My biggest thing that I tell every single one of my clients and everybody that's trying to do something branding wise, the entire point of branding and marketing is to be found on accident. Right. Because if you're found on accident, that means something's working. That's good. That's good stuff. That's a very good thing. So yeah. check this out on. YouTube, because obviously I'm very hittable and you guys should see that <laughs> according to Tiffany That's true. In, well, in my mind, That's true. but, uh, but no, check it out because it adds a human element mm-hmm. because not only can they hear your voice, but see. they can see you, Right. you know, it's, 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 you know, I, I've, I've listened to podcasts. I'm like, man, I wonder what they look like. Oh, and I'm sure people are going to want to know what you look like. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I'll take a peek at what Paul looks like. Yeah. It's either we have the YouTube, but on, um, and I and I never. This is your job. So on podcasts, we are on <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, or Google Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. and then about twenty other smaller ones. Smaller ones. It's the kind of the uh, the trickle down effect. Right. As soon as the bigger companies, because iTunes is sixty five seventy percent of all podcast listens. Right. Then Spotify's next. Then Google's a little bit, but then you've got the other platforms that pick up podcasts from the bigger ones. Right. So we're. I mean, you we're everywhere. Right. We're everywhere you can, you know, podcasts are being listened to. Well, this, because of this man, absolutely. Thank you, Paul. Well, I just cannot thank you enough for coming thank on today. Thank you so much for having me. a lot of people are like, why? Why are you doing this? And 
who's my, it's this guy that got me doing on the podcast to create my, to take that blog to life. And I'm going to tell you one thing before you close this out, I'm going to say, if people are asking you why you're doing something and it feels right in your heart. Now there's some things where you probably shouldn't do, but if it's right, don't get me there. Don't be like, whatever you want to do, do it, do it, do it. No. But if, if people are asking why, then that means something's working. That's true. You know what I mean? We've talked about that several times. And if people are asking, you know, why now are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Because I am. Yeah. And that defines you. And if that makes you feel good inside, then let everybody ask why. Yeah. Well, thank you, Paul, thank so, you so much. much for I mean, me. you have just been a wealth of information. I wish you and Kate and Brandon the very best, and of thank course, you. your incredible growing business. See you which we're the yeah, yeah, <laughs> I will see him tomorrow. And you know what? You're growing so big. And when thank you. when we knock this corona, there's big plans around the corner. So everyone, Absolutely. thank you. Follow me, Tiffany C. Blackman, on Instagram, and Tiffany Collins and Tiffany Blackman on Facebook. And it's great to see you. Rate and review. Rate and review. Rate Go and- to YouTube. Yes. Post some comments. Please. We love to respond to those. And uh, yeah, Yeah. rate and review. All right. Have everyone say, stay safe out there. And thank you so much for listening and watching. Have a great day. Bye-bye.